Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That song is by Wine, uh, Marvin Winans, uh, Draw Me Close to You, and uh, mm. Glory to God. It's a little, ooh, Jesus. I just feel God's spirit tonight. So, uh, it's going to be a little different today. Uh, God is uh, leading me to go a little bit different. We're still going to be coming out of First Samuel, the 10th chapter, and we're only going to read the first. 16 verses, which only leaves 10 for the next time. So, um, if we could just, uh, if we can get, uh, somebody to pray a sin tonight. Shanana, you gonna pray a sin, sweetie? I can. Okay. Dear Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for blessing us to come together again. I pray that you'll bless the instructor over this session, that we can all come together through love. Lord Jesus, I pray the Holy Spirit keep on moving through the sermon, through the lesson, and I pray that we all get what we need to get out of this. And Lord Jesus, I pray that you continue to be a blessing to us so we can be blessed to others. In any kind of way that you see fit, that your will be done. Lord, thank you. In your son's name, Jesus Christ, amen. Amen, amen, amen. So we're going to read. Um, we're actually going to start at verse 27. So I want to read somebody to read 27. The first 27 through 3. I guess we'll read about maybe four pieces. <coughs> Stepping on first person's gonna read five. So, but um, the Montgomerys, I guess I get y'all to start us out. 
First Samuel, Samuel the ten. Huh? Yeah, but I want you to start uh, with nine. Starting. Oh yeah, I thought you said twenty-seven. Yeah, no, I'm saying <laughs> twenty-seven in chapter nine. So it's like the two verses before. I thought you said ten, but okay. It is. <clears throat> and I'm it saying, was so. Okay, let me start again. Okay. So read. 9, 27, and 28, and then read chapter 10, 1 through 3. For you, Vanessa. And then, Gary, you'll read like four or five verses after that, and then Shana, she'll read four or five verses. So we in chapter 9, correct? Not chapter yes. 10. We're in chapter okay. 9, the last two verses of chapter 9, and then we're going into chapter 10. Whenever you're ready. Who's first? You. <laughs> Confused. I'm doing 10, 1 through 3. You're doing. Okay. Yeah, hold on a second. So I'm confused yeah. now. So I'm going to read verses 27 and 28. Because no, it goes with first. I got it. I got it. You got it. Okay. This is the NIV version. Um. I thought you were talking to Gary and to me, so that's why I was confused. As they were going down to the edge of the town, Samuel said to Saul, tell the servant to go on ahead of us, and the servant did so. But you stay here for a while so that I may give you a message from God. Um, there was a Benjamite, a man of standing, whose name was, K am I doing it wrong? Go to 10 after that. That's what I thought I did. 10 verse 1. 1 through 3. I did the wrong one. Okay. Then Samuel took a flash of flask of olive oil and poured it on Saul's head and kissed him, saying, Has not the Lord anointed you ruler over his inheritance? When you leave me today, you will meet two men near Rachel's tomb at Zelza, on the border of Benjamin. They will say to you, the donkeys you set out to look for have been found, and now your father has stopped thinking about them and is worried about you. He is asking, what should I do about my son? Then you will go on from there until you reach the great tree of Tabor. Three men going up to worship God at Bethel will meet you there. One will be carrying three young goats, another three loaves of bread, and another a skin of wine. Mm -hmm. What's, who's, what's after that, Denise? So, um, Brother Gary's going to read 4 through 9. Is this first time? She read the NIV version. What you in the King James? Yeah. I, it's a little worded different, but it's still the same. Right. So you want me to go ahead and grab chapter four? I got you. Oh, he got okay. it. He says, uh, they will. and they will salute thee and give thee two loaves of bread, which thou shalt receive of their hands. After that, thou shalt come to the hill of God. Where is the garrison of the Philistines? And it shall come to pass when thou art come thither to the city. 
thou shalt meet a company of prophets coming down from a high place with a, with a saucer and a tambour and a pipe and a harp before them, and they shall prophesy. Amen. Amen. He stopped at verse 6. And the Spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. That's 7 verse? No. Yeah. Okay. And let it be when these signs are come unto thee, that thou do as occasion serve thee, for God is with thee. And thou shalt go down before me to Gilgal, and behold, I will come down unto thee to offer burnt offering and to sacrifice, sacrifices of peace offering. Seven days shalt thou tarry till I come to thee and show thee what thou shalt do. And it was so that when he had turned his back to go from Samuel, God gave him another heart, and all those signs came to pass that day. Amen. Amen. Okay, Shanana, close us out. Go all the way to uh, sixteen. So, so we stopped ten. at ten, correct? Uh -huh. So I'm on eleven. Okay, when all those this is the NIV version, okay. when all those who had formerly known him saw him prophesying with the prophets, they asked each other, "What is this?" This has happened to the son of Kish. Is Saul also among the prophets? A man who lived there answered, and who is their father? So it became a sin. Is Saul also among the prophets? After Saul stopped prophesying, he went to the high place. Now Saul's uncle asked him and his servant, where have you been? Looking for the donkeys, he said. But when we saw they were not to be found, we went to Samuel. Saul's uncle said, tell me what Samuel said to you. Saul replied, he assured us that the donkeys had been found, but he did not tell his uncle what Samuel had said about the kingship. Hmm. Woo! Okay. So this the title of this word, listen to me very carefully. Listen to me very carefully. God said, not everybody can, can hear what God is doing for you. And not everybody can walk with you while God is doing it. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can hear what God is doing for you. And not everybody can walk with you while he's doing it. And so as we begin to look at these verses that we begin to see what God is bringing out. Now, we this is a, a familiar passage of scripture. We have preached it uh, in and out in so many different ways. But the way God is bringing it to me is a little bit different. And I know it's God because the anointing fell on me today. And so the first two verses, the first two verses already by itself, before we even begin, sets the tone for what God is getting ready to do. So he tells the young man, he says, what I got to tell you, I don't want nobody else to hear. Sometimes God isolates us. And puts us in a place in position so that he is the only one that can speak into our lives. That he can speak blessings into our lives. 
there's no confusion of who told it to you. Cause see, sometimes as we use, and I am a prophet myself, so as we use prophets, sometimes we begin to look to the prophet for this and look to the prophet for that. But God gives us what he gives us, and the rest of that is up to God to fulfill. So sometimes he doesn't even use a prophet. He speaks directly to you and tells you exactly what he wants you to do and what he has for you. There's another reason for that because sometimes when we get up, when we begin to, things begin to happen to us and we begin to uh, go through the struggle of trying to receive the blessing, then we kind of want to look to people and try to blame somebody else. Because some things come by toil. Other things are just thrown upon you. But some things, God is, sometimes God blesses you and it ain't easy to get it. And what I mean by that is, there is a process that you have to go through to be able to receive what God is giving you. So not everybody needs to hear your blessing. Not everybody mm. needs to know where God is taking you. Amen. The people that are that will know God is already going to reveal it to. Amen. Amen. So before mm -hmm. we even start, before he even anoints him, before he even pronounces the word, he sets him apart, sets them aside. Amen. Amen. Because what if the young man heard the vision, but he didn't know the fullness of it? Then he started running around telling everybody. Before it even come to pass, and before he was even anointed to receive, Amen. So then let's look at the next few verses, and then I'm gonna open it up for comments. But I am telling you, this word right here is rich. God is saying something to us about being blessed and receiving our blessings, Amen. So let's look at the next few verses. So. After he separated him and consecrated him, which we do a lot of times, or God does to us a lot of times, is that he consecrates us, he separates us so that we can receive the blessing. And so after he does that, he did, he takes the oil and anoints him, pours it over his head. And he tells him, now this right here, it gets me. And y'all tell me what y'all think. When he tells him, did you not know? That you were supposed to receive the inheritance, anointed to command to to rule over, to command over at my inheritance or God's inheritance. Okay, so that's assuming that God had already spoke to Sam, I mean to Saul about. So therefore, it's like, did he speak to him before that, or did he speak to him? Wow, this was going on. It doesn't matter when he spoke because he had spoke to him because the way the prophet speaks, he already knew God had already dropped it in his spirit what was getting ready to happen. Then, see, sometimes we all need signs. And so he begins to tell him what's getting ready to happen throughout your journey. Because, see, sometimes when God drops a bomb on us, when God says, I get ready to do something great, and, and awesome in your life, we need some signs. And so the prophet began to tell him these things are getting ready to happen, but everything that happened, there's a reason behind it. 
There is a reason why God did it the way that he did it. So let's look at what he had to go through first. As he was headed toward the tomb of Benjamin, there was two men. Two is the number of what? You guys remember? Two. I so don't. two is the number of what? What is two? The remember number she of? taught us all the numbers. Okay. Because this whole year we're supposed to be something. Because it's two, two. Prosperity, I don't know. Proof, I forgot. Proofiness. Same thing. Okay. All okay. right, prosperity. I'll take that. I'll give you that. Okay. So before he gets to his destination, God already showed him that he's getting ready to be proof. He's going to multiply. He's getting ready to receive some things. And then he begins, but, but, okay, I got to back up because, uh, uh, well, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. So listen. So then he says, he says, they're going to, everything that you've been concerned about, everything that you've been worried about, it's already taken care of. I already got it handled. The real reason why you came, I already got it taken care of. I already got it handled. So God is telling you everything, I got it handled. I got your back. Everything, I'm taking care of it. You don't have to worry. So then he goes on and says after that, that there are three that are coming. Three men, which is the number of what? God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. There you go. Yeah. That's right. So he begins to tell him, not only am I going to prosper you, but I am going to show my spirit strong in you and through you. And he begins to tell him he's going to take him to these places. And then notice the number. He says three, three, and three. So he tripled everything that he's getting ready to do. The anointing on their lives, the prosperity on their lives, uh, everything that they're getting ready to come, he put it in triple. Amen? Amen. And then he goes on to tell them that he's going to meet some prophets. And he's going to prophesy. So he was beginning to see, he was going to get ready to see the future. He was getting ready to know and understand the things that are coming to pass. He was getting ready to have an experience in his life that was like none other. And so you have to begin to understand what we're going through during this time. So we see that even as we begin to prepare and as we get ready for the things of God and what God is taking us and what God is doing in our lives, there is a preparation for it. There is a season in our lives for these things. We first have to be separated and, 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 and anointed for the thing that God has said, set before us. Then he has to remind us of his, his prosperity and he has to remind us of his anointing and his blessing. So that we can make it. Amen. And then you'll also Amen. see that even when he went to see the prophet, that there was praise. So he's even letting us know that there is praise in the house. There is praise in the building. There should be praise before. Praise him in advance is what uh, Marvin Sapp said. Praise him in advance before you get there. Knowing that God is getting ready to to, to release a whirlwind of blessings in your life. Knowing that God is getting ready to release all kinds
lack of healing in your life. We always assume that prosperity has to do with wealth, but if I can work, if I can prosper in my body, if I'm healthy and I'm physically good, then that's prosperity as well. Amen? Amen. 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 Then he tells them that he's going to offer peace in his life. He's going to give him peace, and then he also tells him something that really, for you to really get the peace that I want for you, you got to wait seven days. So what's the number seven represent? Completion. The number of completion. So he had to he had to get consecrated and separated. Then he had to uh, find out about uh, his prosperity. Then he had to find out about his double anointing, his triple anointing, and his blessings that's coming into his life. Then he was getting ready to prophesy. So he had to learn about his future before he, mm, ooh, glory to God. Sometimes we abort before the baby comes. So we have to be careful that we don't abort God's blessings and we don't abort what God is getting ready to do in our lives before that we don't exit out before it even begins. Mm, glory to God. Glory to God. And then he even begins to talk about the spirit of God. But I want you to look at one other thing and then I'm going to open it up for comments before we get, before we, before we continue on. So in verse 9, he says something that's very key. In verse 9, he says something that's very key in this moment, in this time of prosperity, in this thing that God is getting ready to do for his life. He said, so it was when he turned his back. As he began to go away from the prophet, God gave him another heart so and then the signs came through that same day sometimes god has to change our hearts to be able to accept the glory and the honor and the things that god is getting ready to do in our lives sometimes we have a heart, a heart surgery we have heart surgery amen and so as we begin to look uh, at the the other thing that I want to say, sometimes, the last part of that verse, the last part of this anointing, he told him, notice that when the uncle asked him what was coming, guess what he said? He didn't tell him. Sometimes we need to shut our mouths. I'm just saying. Sometimes God gets ready to try to bless us and we done messed it up because we're telling everybody. Sometimes we just need to shut our mouth. You got to be led by God because guess what? And you know this is true. Not everybody is happy for you when you prosper. Hmm. Not everybody is excited about the blessing that's coming in your life. Sometimes they get downright bad and upset about it. Look at my, my brother Benoit, how prosperous God has blessed him from the beginning. You don't, you don't think everybody happy for him, do you? Mm -mm. Hey, amen about it. But the brother worked hard. He Nobody's seen that, though. And he admires it, too, <laughs> oh. by the way. But I'm just saying, he worked for it. Amen? Sometimes you got to work for it. Other things are blessed, given to us. There's some things that we have to work for. And 
in your life. Yeah. Any of them will not be able to walk with you while you're walking through your blessing. Wow. Don't get caught up in it. Don't get caught up in it, worrying about it or anything. You know, you're going to lose a friend. <laughs> and you're going to gain some energy. Oh, yeah. Because God is taking, when God takes you to that next level, when God takes you somewhere else, that's just what happens. That is just what happens. But your core people that you've already established in God, they'll be there. They will remain. The core will remain. So we've been talking about the last two verses of 1 Samuel 9, 27 and 28. And we've read up through uh, 1 Samuel 10, chapter, all the way up to verse 16. So I am going to open up uh, the floor without asking. for. I, I want to ask questions, but I, this is what I'm going to do. Do you have any comments? And then I ask some questions. Y'all have no comments? I have a comment. You know, I always got something to say. In fact, I don't know how. Yeah, I do. The Holy Spirit laid this on your heart to bring this up because I went into a situation this past few days, last week, end up missing Bible study, thinking that family was happy for me. But instead, I find out not even a week later that I shouldn't have missed that Bible study because I ain't missed none since we started, me, you, and Vanessa, and Mr. Gary, and all of us. And so anyway, um, you know, I'm excited because certain person and open a business and I'm trying to show my support. Um, going down there faithfully all the way from here, 44 miles round trip every day, $30. It's taking from half a tank to full. And then what's so cool about it, I get there and I'm asked about this, about that, about this. This is not my business. And so at first three days, I was good with it, you know. Okay, well, you know, maybe this is what I got to do to make everybody feel comfortable. So it has started happening every day. And then it got to a point I finally said, no. Well, what did I say that for? Oh, my God. So then I reminded these people that was my family members. that remember, I'm trying to get where y'all at. I'm trying to open my own business. I can't be down here supporting the people that you got working for you when I need to be trying to get my own crew, you know, because I want to get where y'all come to find out I got more than enough money. A young lady told me, and she ain't no kidding me. She just my brother's girlfriend. To be done, open a business. Okay, so what you trying to tell me? Did I need to give you the reminder of it? Because if y'all keep begging for me, I'll keep going to my little savings. I ain't going to have nothing else. So I think that was objective. So after they couldn't bully me into that situation, I'm going to show you how the devil works. All of a sudden, her mama invited all her friends down there. And I told her straight up, ma'am, I'm not going to give you nothing either. I don't drink. I'm not going to buy any drinks. I don't smoke. I'm not going to give anything. I smoke cigarettes. Would you like to have one? Man, when I got through, I think the whole crowd was mad at me. But God told me they would not touch my anointing. I got up politely and grabbed my Birkin bag and walked straight on to my truck. Got in it and told everybody to be blessed. And I ain't been back. And that was three days ago. And it just bothered me because I'm a good hearted person. And I'm trying to make you look good. But I found out in being jealous hearted is not only with your enemies, okay? Some of your family members, the devil will start working through them to start turning other people against you when you're down there to support them. When keep in mind now, I ain't never had a business, so I'm trying to get some partners. Didn't know that y'all had went across and crossed out. 
They even got shot at one night. Little 11 year old boy got shot in the Cause he trying to shoot. I don't know who he trying to shoot. I don't think I know. I don't hang with this crowd. Let me get back to my Jesus group. Cause this is where I'm supposed to be right here. <laughs> this is what I do every day faithfully, regardless if we on the screen or not. So let me get back to my prayer life. And I see these people are real jealous of me. They do not like that I stopped drinking. I had a brother come up behind my ear and say, um, I see you don't drink anymore. I've been done talk. I quit drinking three and a half years ago. What are you saying? So you want me to buy drinks and I don't drink? Uh-uh. No, I buy you some soda pops. So I went and bought a case. No, two cases of soda. They didn't want that unless they could mix it in with their liquor. Okay, well, go ahead. I don't care what you do with it. But be blessed. I'm finna go. <laughs> then they wanted my whole food stamp card. I said, wait a minute now. <laughs> I, I can't give you everything. I'm finna go. This is not for me. So anyway, I've been praying and asking God to bring up the right people. And we don't all have to be in the same uh, household or the same whatever. But I notice when I come to this group, it's faithful. And that's what I've been asking God to show me is faithful people, faithful servants, people that love him as much as I do. People that can uplift me and encourage me. And I won't be the only one encouraging people. <laughs> you know, God, could you please give me some people that want to see me grow? And I thought back to Denise. I remember a long time ago, you said, well, let's pray financially over us, Shanana, for you to open your business. That was months ago when me and you first started with this. Us, rather. And God blessed me financially. And I've been praying over that money ever since, sis. And God told me, Shanana, you can do whatever you want to do with that. I said, God, I want your will to be done, not mine. So I don't mean to make it all about me, Mr. Gary. I see you done said back. But I just was hurt in a way. <laughs> no, I'm, just enjoy, I'm just sitting back listening. Um, yeah, y'all made me feel so. See, I feel welcome here. You know what I'm saying? Because I know this God, of God, as she made a parent to say that when it's of God, you can feel it. It's the Holy Spirit what I feel and I know it's real. And the only point, y'all ain't no kin to me. We just sisters and brothers through Bro, my sister-in-law, you know what I'm saying? But you make me feel more like family. And that's sad to say in a way. But in a way, I look at it as great. Because sometimes God will bring up complete strangers. Y'all have embraced me. Sis, bro, this is what I call y'all. I love y'all to death. I'm just saying. And y'all don't never ask me for nothing. And I love it. Because I'm a good-hearted <laughs> person. I walk up and just give people stuff. But when you begging, you're going to run me that way. Because it's kind of reminding me of the crowd that I left. You know what I'm saying? That was the whole point of getting away from them. So I could come up. Let me get away from y'all. Y'all got more money than me. Y'all got y'all business open. Y'all established. Can Shanana get where y'all at? I mean, wait a minute. It sounds like some haters, and I didn't even know it. So anyway, everybody count my pockets down. So I learned, you right. You don't post to share everybody your blessings. See, what's for me, it's for me. I don't put that on Facebook because I didn't yeah. know so many people was watching with so many fake pages. Remember, don't nobody do Facebook. All of a sudden, everybody know what's done in the kitty. I even had my little nephew, Trey Munn. He ain't number nine. Annie, I saw you with a bunch of money. Money? Your daddy got all the money and his girl. Remember, y'all got a business. I'm just saying. Okay, well, did you like the picture? All I'm trying to do is get the views. I'm even spelling out Jesus. God, I'm letting you know where this comes from. I don't have no company, no husband. You know I ain't doing nothing out here in the street. So therefore, what do you think I got this? So I asked him uh, the other day when he brought it up again in front of a big old crowd of hooplums. I said, hey, you been praying? That's what, what y'all don't see when I'm in here crying on this floor. 
or when I'm in here in prayer, deep prayer, when I'm in here jumping around by myself, I want some people that's going to shout with me. The way you all ago when you was praising God, I felt that. And it's a difference when you can feel when it's real. Yeah. Amen. I'm going to get out. I'm, so we ain't got much. I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Thank, you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Um, the Montgomery's, y'all have any comments about the title, anything that, that the lesson is, is so good and so rich. And I'm so glad wow. uh, I didn't uh, rush the whole chapter like I had did last time because I was really disappointed in my own self. But um, he said, take the time because I want you to say something. You know, sometimes you say stuff, but you try to put too much in one setting. And God said, no, take your time because I want them to get this. Everybody is not going to be here. Can't do it. And they ain't going to walk with you. Uh -uh. This is not going to happen. I'm going to start asking people out to life. So I'm going to open it back up. Uh, the Montgomery's, y'all have anything? Brother Benoit, you got something? I'll let, let them go first or... I, I didn't have anything per se. No, I didn't have anything uh, at, uh, at this time. Okay, brother, brother Benoit. Brother Benoit, I know you came in on the kind of tail end of everything, but do you have any uh, comments about what we've talked about so far? I get all of it. So, but what I did was uh, that uh, what we were tell you what he can tell you for you. It's not necessarily for you to go tell someone else. And I, I had a live experience that, you know, God had got on to me about that once before. Uh, and uh, Lord had revealed something. This is a lot of revealed something. And uh, I told him, I figured, it's a, oh, well, go tell this person that. And then when I did, you know, I did not tell you to do that. That's what I told you to do. You know, and uh, you have to, I'm just, I mean, you got to call leading going to a lot of things. Something for, you know, for a person, some person, sometimes it's not. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what I will say is that the uh, uh, Lord has really been doing some things over here, you know, uh, what you call to be successful by man standing with two different things. You know, uh, I think he's, uh, you know, he knows what to do. You know what I mean? Put it at that. And a lot of folks, a lot of folks, they proclaim to be and they'll say this and say, but they really, when it comes down to, you know, it's easy to trust God in, in the uh, soft places. You got the feet propped up on the hammock and, you know, all the good things are coming to you. It's easy to believe then. But what about the hard places, the pressed in spots? You know, mm -hmm. David was on the road. You know get what I'm saying? When David was up there, I mean, he was pressed in. Yeah. He was in. And so those are the times that, you know, your face is supposed to stay up. The world's mm -hmm. It's not about what you see, you know? Right. 
It's about what you believe and what he has already spoken to. Amen. You know. Anyway, that's about all. That was good. That was good. Um, definitely, definitely. Um, during the that's actually when we are the strong. You know, we realize that he is the strongest, not us the strongest, but that he is the strongest in the midst of our trouble. And yes, it is easy to smile. <laughs> See, and he says, He's strong in the Lord and the power. He doesn't say stand on your own power. He doesn't say stand on your own mind. He says be strong in the Lord and the power of his might, which is we're able to do. You know. That's right. That is, I stand. I need to stand strong. That's good. If you can do it on your own, you'd have been done it. (laughs) Yep. That's right. That's good. That's good, Brother Benoit. All right. So we only have a minute and 20 seconds. So I'm going to ask anybody else that they have anything else. Uh, like I said, it was a little bit different. God started out heavy on me. So I know it was him. I know it was him. So Shadana prayed to sin, right? So, uh, Sister Vanessa, can you pray us out? You got less than a minute, though. Lord, thank you for this time of uh, fellowship and your word. and Thank you for this time of prayer. Lord, I just thank you for the message that was received today, Lord. I pray that we just allow you to guide our steps in everything that we do and that we allow our hearts to be open to hear what you would have us do, Lord. And let us not be doing it in our own might, but in, in, in your name and in your might, Lord Jesus. We just love you and we praise you, and we pray this in your precious name. Amen. 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 May God love you and keep you. And are you determined to grow? Awesome, awesome, awesome. I love you guys, and uh, we'll see y'all on Sunday. I love you too. Have a blessed week, y'all. Is that that trumper sitting next side of you, Vanessa? That trumper? She cannot hear you, I don't think. I think she's frozen anyway. <laughs> <laughs>